All right, everybody, and welcome to PWZ. This is Rick, and joining me, as always, is the Greenport Destroyer, Andy. And we have a very special guest today, the Director of Operations of the NAWA, Lou Reardon. Lou, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, guys. Really appreciate you guys inviting me on tonight. Yeah. Um, we hope to be joined by uh, the godfather himself, Tony Capone, correct? Yeah, Tony's... Uh uh, scrambling, uh, trying to get out of New York, beating that massive uh, lizard of the century yep. coming in. So, um, you know, he's uh, he's in a corporate office there trying to pack up, get out of there early, uh, first thing tomorrow morning to beat the weather. I'm already in sunny Florida. I enjoyed 81-degree weather today. I was out sitting poolside drinking um, non-adult beverages uh, and um, – <laughs> relaxing enjoying enjoying the sights and um just kind of chilling get ready ramping up for saturday night's big pay-per-view event that's right you guys have a big show coming up jingle brawl um this is your first show back or the nawa's first show back uh, have you been with them before yeah i i was i was uh i was with him um off and on but i was at uh slam jam 99 the that preeminent show, Slam Jam, but it was pretty wild uh, that night. I had that on VHS as a kid. Or I wouldn't say a kid. I was in my 20s. I shouldn't <laughs> say a kid. I mean, I guess I am now. I'm 45. So, yeah. So, I know uh, Andy's got some stuff lined up to ask you. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, a big, I'm a big Lou Reed and Mark. This goes back <laughs> to my Long Island past. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I'm the only geek who would mark out for a promoter, right? Unless it's Paul Heyman, yeah. but... Um, no, Lou, I, I go way back to you. The first time I went to one of your shows, I believe, uh, was when you were working for Savoldi's, booking shows for them out in Southampton. Yeah, yeah, I did. I um, uh, started with them, gosh, early 90s, I guess, uh, kind of by a fluke. Um, and uh, a friend of a friend was doing a show there, and this friend wanted to run a show, raise some money for his organization. Uh, Savoldi's were really great doing that. You know, they would come in, uh, run run a show. They had some good deals, uh, you know, with, with fundraising organizations, you know, in the Northeast. And um, uh, they had some great contacts with uh, Titan Towers at the time. And uh, we went in and talked to them, booked a show, had a great crowd, uh, and as as happenstance would happen, the ring announcer no showed, and uh, I got to pop in as a guest ring announcer. They found out that I was a guy behind the getting the the asses in the chairs, and they liked the way I did the ring announcing. And one thing led to another. They brought me on ring announcing, and um, I then went on to become a manager and. Uh, JP Nasty, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had uh, become an <laughs> ego and, uh, you know, managed uh, Primo Carnera, uh, Manny Fernandez, and uh, All right. Hercules. I managed uh, Hercules on a bunch of shows, and then um, uh, I branched out from there uh, and created Eastern Eastern Shores Wrestling. Right. And, Actually. I've actually heard of Eastern Shores. I don't think I've ever witnessed it. Uh, I have, sir. As I Andy, have. as Andy knows, I'm a huge Savoldi mark. I, <laughs> I uh, growing up, I was a huge ICW, IWCCW fan. Uh, 
It was like the first time I ever discovered uh, wrestling outside of, say, WWF and NWA. Was watching yeah. some of these on TV. Yeah, it was. Uh, they, they had a great program. Um, and, uh, you know, Savoldi's were great guys. I mean, Angelo Savoldi, uh, to meet him was uh, an honor, you know, as, as an understatement. You know, I mean, he was he was one of the greats back in the day, um, certainly. But, um, you know, the Savoldi's, they, they put on a great show. Uh, you know, it was a low-cost show. They had some great talent. Uh, what I really liked is they, they, they created a... Um, you know, a fan-friendly kind of atmosphere, um, and and that's what I kind of liked about it. So uh, it made the the boys, uh, you know, accessible to the fans uh, at the live events, and um, uh, it just it just created a, a real good um, good vibe, you know, um, and you know, and then you get to you know you get you get more repeat fans coming back then. You know, people enjoy it. You um, you, you had a pretty good stream too with Eastern Shores. Uh, you did some shows in Southampton. I want to say you did a show. Was it Brentwood or so, somewhere somewhere further, uh, in, in maybe in uh, Western Suffolk or Nassau? We did. We did. Yeah, we did yeah, a, a big show. High school. Backlund against Tito Santana, and Backlund flipped out because a fan threw candy at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bob. Yeah. Had, yeah, he was a handful. <laughs> yet Fatu was on that show, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you had some big names. You, you you promoted some big names. And I got to say, um, uh, you always had guys like Iron Sheik, Hercules. Tommy Cairo versus Manny Fernandez was a great feud. Yeah, yeah. And, and we took that feud from, from the, you know, some small gyms in, in Long Island and we brought them to some, some gyms over in, uh, in New Jersey and uh, some small clubs in New Jersey and, and where there was no athletic commission and really had some fun with it over there. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun over in Jersey when we, we did some, some tape knuckle fights with Manny and Tommy there and just, just picture, picture the two of them and the damage they can create on each other and a tape fist fight, you know, uh, with just no athletic commission breathing down my neck saying you can't do that you can't do that well you know <laughs> hey we just did it what are you gonna do about it you, know? now, you bring up a good point with the athletic commissions i know new york was real strict and yeah whereas jersey was wide open yep so did, did that affect your promoting a lot like would you to have a show you wanted to book and say hell i'm not screwing around with new york i'm going right to jersey with it or what well yes and no um you know, I, I knew how the show was going to play out most of the time. And I would, um, I would strategically have matches occur during the points where I knew the athletic commission wanted to do paperwork. So they'd be occupied while we're wreaking havoc out in the gym. You know, it's all about timing in this business. If the timing is right, you can get away with a lot. And it's all about the fans. If the fans want it, you just do what you got to do to make sure it happens. And, and Rick, I'll, have, I'll let you have your show back in one second. I'm sorry, I'm marking out <laughs> You're here. Good, mate. <laughs> but but uh, one more question, Lou, and you, you don't have to answer if you're uncomfortable, but uh, you also used to book uh, a guy by the name of Rockin' Rebel, and uh, we all know he, his demise came abruptly in a, in a very uh, tragic way, he and his wife. 
Uh, any comments, maybe not about the situation, but about, about Rebel as a person and a performer? Um, you know, Chuck was a, uh, he was a very dynamic individual. Um, what you saw in the ring with his loud, um, ob- I don't want to say obnoxious because it's not really the right word, but um, just his loud, uh, very outgoing personality. That was kind of Chuck out of the ring too, you know? I mean, that's kind of how he was. Um, and when I heard what happened and the circumstances behind it, it was one of those like, you know, huh? Because it was kind of one of the last things in the world I would ever think of of it happening with him. You know, there's other guys that I would say, eh. you know, with him, no. Um, you know, he was he was a pretty, you know, straight shooter with me, always with me, and you know, really, uh, it was it, it was a true tragedy in my opinion, and um, you know, I'm very sorry to hear that it had happened. Um, but you know, you just you can't second guess these things. You can't ever second guess what happens, you know, with people and why they do what they do. You know. And pers- personal feelings aside, because I know a lot of people who know the story have a feeling one way or the other. Judgment aside, he was truly one of the most talented indie workers I'd ever seen. He, the guy could work. He was the guy great. could work a crowd. His in ring work was solid. Uh, you know, he also came out of that good heart. Uh, you know, era of uh, Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought he could have gone a lot, a lot further in the business. Again, in that era, I guess maybe size played a bigger factor. But, um, yeah. you know, hopefully yeah. rest in peace to him and his wife, I hope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy, we were having a, Lou, we were having a conversation uh, prior to calling you up. And um, Andy wanted to ask if you had ever booked the Metal Maniac. And Andy, I just have to answer your question. The Metal Maniac is on my television right now in an NWA, NAWA ring. So yes. just I have some NAWA. Uh, the funny part is that we were uh, joking around because uh, I interviewed him back in, was it October? And basically the interview went four hours. So he wouldn't... <laughs> Calm down, Lou. We're not going four hours tonight. tonight. It was one that uh, just would never end. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeff? Yeah. (laughs) So it ended, I think, I think we started at 10 o'clock at night and at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, you know, hey, I got to get out of here now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Great guy, though. Great guy. Oh, yeah. You know, and I did because I I, I had Snuka on, on a few of my shows and back then they were a package you, you couldn't have one without the other right, right. so um you know jeff Je- jeff was you know they were a package deal and uh now jeff, jeff is a good guy um i like I, I like working with him you know he, he was he was good he's always easy to deal with same with jimmy you know uh jimmy was really great to deal with um and uh you know he, he was he was always good with the fans fans loved him um, going out with Jimmy was always a special treat because if you were out with Jimmy, you never bought a beer because um, everybody wanted to buy the Superfly beer. And when you're out with Jimmy and hanging with him, he was like, "Brother, if you buy the Superfly beer, you got to buy my bud- my brother's a beer too." So you you ended up drinking free all night. 
Rick, one, one more question for Lou while we're talking about the old days Go here. Go for it. Um, and I know we're going to catch up to the NAWA jingle brawl in a few moments. Um, I was always under the impression that Manny Fernandez, and maybe it's something you said along the line, along the way, Manny Fernandez was kind of like a, um, I don't want to say mentor, but a but a very instrumental in your pro wrestling career. Um, yeah. What would you like to say about Manny? Yeah, Manny actually uh, trained me, um, so to speak, but if you talk to a few people, they'll go, they'll say, he didn't do a very good job. But, um, and, uh, but yeah, Manny, Manny trained me, um, in the ring. Um, and Manny is very old school. And, uh, when he trained somebody, he, he hurt you, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, um, it was, uh, pretty, pretty hardcore intent. You know, I mean, he just, I mean, he was a legit Navy SEAL, this guy. And, um, you know, so he, he, he brought it to you and when, you know, people say Manny Fernandez works stiff. He works stiff, and uh, you, you know he was he was good, but he, he did it for a reason. And he, you know, I, I remember uh, I was talking to Manny probably about a year ago, and we were just catching up on old old times. And he said, "I don't know why these guys have to slap their damn legs every time they kick somebody to make it sound like right. they hit." Just hit them. Just hit them. It'll make this sound when you connect. Right. So I never had hit my leg to make a sound because so I was hitting them, and they were going down. So, you know, it's just that old school mentality. And, you know, and you know, he, he would also be um, helpful with me with uh, handling the guys in the back if I was out front, you know, because guys had tremendous respect for Manny. And uh, so he would do some booking for me, some matchmaking and storyline angles and such. And, um, you know, so he was, yeah, he was kind of a mentor to me in that respect. You know, uh, you know, just kind of when the guys are trying to work me a little bit, you know, he would step in and go, no, 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 no. And he would teach me how to pick up on when guys were trying to work me. And, you know, because the guys will work a promoter if they, if they think they can. So... He, you know, a guy would try to work you for X amount of money. He'd step in and go, you go, nah, bullshit, man. You, you, you work for this guy for half that last week, you know, working, you know what I mean? So he, he would, he would, he would help in that, in that aspect too. But, you know, and that's that old school, um, mentality kind of really what we're bringing back with the NAWA, you know, that, the, um, old school style of respect, uh, you, you know, the wrestling, um, you know, you look on, if it's okay, just I'd like to jump into that a little bit. Um, yeah. you know, you, you watch TV now and you see 50 minutes of talking and 10 minutes of wrestling. We're flipping the switch. We're going to do something different. We're going to give the fans 50 minutes of wrestling and 10 minutes of talking. You know, we're going to let the action in the ring speak instead of the guys on a microphone and the people in the back. So it's going to be different. It's going to be totally different. Um, going to bring that old school mentality back of, 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 of wrestling, good guys, bad guys, and guys, you really quite, quite sure. Are they good or are they bad? You know, did, did he really cheat? Did he really mean to cheat? Did he cheat? 
Or did he break that rule and not break that rule? Or is that rule really a rule? You know, who really knows for sure? Um, and, you know, of course, we're going to sprinkle a little bit of today's high-flying action in there. Um, because who's not a fan of watching a guy jump up in the air and do 15 somersaults, 20 foot up in the air? I mean, you know, uh, I mean, I like it, you know, I'm, but right. I don't see it for three hours. <laughs> you know, I want to see somebody get their teeth knocked down their throat. Right. So that's that's what we're bringing back with NAWA. Now, you guys, um, back in the day, you guys had worked with the uh, living legend, Bruno Sammartino, as part of your commissioner. Yes. And you went from there. He was your commissioner. And then you went from there having the, uh, the Guardian of Chaos, Big Daddy, yep. as your commissioner. Will there be a commissioner role? Uh, uh, as part of this, you know we're we're we're, we're in in contract negotiations with uh, a few people, um, and uh, you know we uh, the guardian of chaos himself is amongst those negotiations. Um, you know, uh, Tony Capone has been talking with a lot of candidates. You know, we're being very selective on, on, on who we're going to handpick for this role. And, I mean, because there's a lot of, I mean, you look at this card, there's a lot of personality, a lot of personality in, in that locker room, um, and a lot of personality in the core of um, of the locker room and the roster. And whoever is going to be in there is going to be, um, is going to have his or her hands full. So, um it's going to be, I mean, we're going to announce the person soon. I don't know what we're going to do it um, on uh, Jingle Brawl or, or not, but, uh, you know, we're going to we're gonna announce it as soon as we decide. So, um, seeing that Tony's not here, maybe you can answer this question. Um <laughs> How was it the decision that uh, Tony would get up and running the NAWA again and bring it back? Uh, was it just bringing back old school style wrestling because that's what's needed today? Because there's just a lot of, uh, uh, it's hard to describe, a lot of nonsense going on in the world of professional wrestling. And it just needs a little bit more, uh, I guess, variety. Or it was just the right time for need blood and guts. We need blood yeah, and guts. See, there you go. Uh, I, I myself am an old school guy and traditionalist when it comes to watching <laughs> professional wrestling. See, I, I grew up in the eighties, like Andy, and that's the stuff that I prefer was you know territory type stuff and just old school style wrestling. Uh, is that pretty much what made you guys uh, want to come back? Was for something bring back something like that, basically? Yeah, we. You know, it's funny. We um, it started um, on a believe it or not on a um, a Facebook message call one night. A couple of us we were talking, just talking about the old days, and uh, somebody looped Tony in on a call, and he had been talking to um, the Bobcat, you know, Cindy Lynch, and she had put the bug in his ear about a year ago to restart again, and. You know, uh, Primo and myself have—we've known each other for 30 years. He's—he's he's, he's like my brother. You know, uh, Gary Reno, same thing. We've always been talking about, you know, whether we're going to start up 
you know, at one, at one time we were starting talking about starting a VSW again, and you know, just just to bring something back because you know, wrestling sucks. You know, uh, <laughs> just I'm just putting it out there, it sucks. Um, you know, and you know, the 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 televised product is not great. It sucks. Uh, the fans, you know, the internet fans bash it all the time. You know, I mean, I bash it all the time. I mean, it's it's not what it was, you know. Um, right. Uh, I, I mean, the old ECW, you know, I mean, you know, you, you guys, and I mean, I had an affiliation with Paul for a while um, with, with ECW, and, you know, we can't bring that back on today's day and age as much as I would like to bring that. You know, we, you can't do that. So we had this big conversation, and um, Tony got looped into it, and we're all talking, and, and we were talking about Slam Jam and how great that, that night was. And, um, and a couple of weeks later, Tony calls and says, he says, were you guys serious the other, the other night? We're like, yeah, I think everybody was. He says, because I've been thinking about it. And then he calls Primo, and Primo calls me, and then one thing led to another, and boom, uh, that was July. And uh, next thing you know, one thing, one thing leads to another, to another, to another, and here we are, five days from now, we're launching a pay per view. You know, in that short amount of time, it just boom. Now, I want to ask you. You know, uh, Rick and I both have young kids, and I know they they like wrestling. Um, is this the kind of pay per view? where you can sit around with your kids or is it the kind of pay-per-view where you get your buddies like the old DCW and say, Hey, let's have some beers and watch the show. Um, no, 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 no. You're going to get both. I'm going to, I'm going to answer that both. I want you to get your buddies together, grab some beers, sit around a TV with your buddies and beers and your kids and, and enjoy the show. Um, there's going to be, uh, there's not going to be any of the wild, crazy, you know, new Jack jumping off the second tier balcony. Um, uh, you know, any of the crazies. It's going to be the old school, you know, wrestling that that, that we all liked from the '80s and the '90s. You know, there's going to be some brawling. Um, there's going to be some uh, some of the high flying, but it's going to be storytelling. You know, you know, it's going to be the old school good good guy versus bad guy. You know, excitement. Um, you know, we've got some young talent that's hungry. Uh, you know, we're pulling in some guys that, that have names, yeah. Um, and a lot of our guys are, you know, the grassroots, you know, building, you know, building them up into uh, our own, you know, building our own roster. And and uh, so, you know, we want to be able to showcase their talent because these guys are talented. So, yeah, it's going to be both. Well, I'm going to call my bookie in the morning. I'm putting my money on Gary Reno to win the 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 battle royal. Man, that's the Italian sensation, baby. Yeah, I already uh, made my prediction. I made it a couple weeks, a uh, couple months back with the uh, who's winning the tag titles. So, uh, the House of Pain. Well, that's just my prediction. That's the House of Pain. That's just my prediction. Yeah, you're tight with those guys. I, they're my buddies, and I just had them on last week, and I. I think I'm supposed to be talking to him again this week. I'm, I'm hoping yeah. to. You know, I so, love those guys. I, great I really guys. Yeah. I wish I wish they were around when when I was running because I'd have hired them in a heartbeat. Yeah. 
to work. No. Those guys are they are the nicest guys. Yep. You know, you know, out of the ring, you know, they they're, they're just great guys. Um, they have worked their asses off to help promote yep. a show that, you know, for a guy that they don't really know, they just know mm-hmm. Tony's reputation, and um, you know, they they um, they just stepped up and really, uh, you know, really put their best foot forward. Uh, you know, working their ass off in the gym, um, and their hard work and dedication is going to pay off for them down the road. I guarantee it. Yeah, but the Slambinos might have something to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you know, <laughs> you know, Chiazzo couldn't even get a hold of uh, the other one there. I mean, the other one's lost in the woods, and they're talking about magic and, and, and all that. I, you know, I don't know. Stormy League's got her hands full of those two knuckleheads. That's all I'm going to tell you about that. You know, I'll, I'll be surprised if they if, if they if they show up with a full box of cannolis. <laughs> well, Ricky, you got the card. Uh, let's talk about, about some more. I got the, the card sitting in front of me. Uh, I will be watching Saturday night. I purchased a pay per view. I want to see my buddies up there, and there will be a full review episode dedicated to the uh, pay per view as well coming up. Uh, That's awesome. Probably. Probably a day or two after. And this weekend, there's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend between Ring of Honor, the NAWA, and the WWE putting on pay-per-views. So the NAWA yeah. is uh, definitely the one I'm looking forward to the most. And remember, uh, Fight TV. Go to Fight TV to fight, order the pay-per-views. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yep. Fight All right. TV. So the, the Women's Championship, um, Roma Luchadora versus Lindsay Snow and Stormy Lee. We just yeah. talked about that, didn't we? How did that match come about? Who's the matchmaker, by the way? That's my other question. I'm sorry to. Well, we've got a team. We we okay. we, we, we got a we do it by committee. Um, uh, Cindy Snow is doing a lot of the booking. Uh, is, do, is, is doing the booking, um, but we we have uh, you know creatively, it's a team of us behind the scenes doing it. Um, we've got a uh, talented guy by the name of Kyle Bowman. Who is um, doing our um, formal writing? If you, okay. um, very talented guy. Uh, he's doing our um, press releases and 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 uh, like I said, our, our formal article writing and such. Um, but uh, you know, we had we had to make some changes uh, uh, along the way to the card, um, but this. This is pro- this is going to be the best match that we came up with that uh, the versions that we've put out. This is going to be the this is going to be the best. I mean, you've got three different styles of wrestling coming together at a head. I mean, think about it. You've got Lindsay Snow, who's a powerhouse brawler, right? MMA style. You've got Stormy Lee. You know, she's you know got a little bit of technical behind her. You know, a little. She's not been around the scene a whole lot, but you know what? She's got, you know, she's she's been trained by one of the best. You know, Frankie. Frankie's trained her. I mean, yeah. he's one of the best out there. I mean, hands down. Now you got Roma Luchadora, who's the who's the heavyweight female heavyweight in, in, in Chile. She's got that lucha style. So you got three different styles of wrestling going on in that ring. And, you know, think about that. It's it's a perfect storm. You got three of these elements that come together, come to a head, and anything can happen. 
you know, if I was a betting man, Rick, you're a betting man. <laughs> All right. Who are you putting your money on? Uh, I'd have to go with Roma. I really do, just judging by. All right. What? Andy? No? I'm, I'm going Lindsay Snow. She's bad, dude. She's bad. She is. She is. All right. Duly noted. Duly <laughs> noted. It's going to be good. So the Intercontinental Championship, uh, Storm Thomas, and to be announced. Any hint Give us on a clue, the... Lou. Give us a clue. Yeah, come on. Breaking news. Let's get some breaking news here. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. You know, another one of my mentors, you know, is the ECW guy. You know, we've been known to do surprises. Um, and Parody. Tony, Tony has put, I mean, think of Slam Jam. Went back in 99. What was the biggest surprise he's ever done? Right? That, uh, Shane Douglas? Shane Douglas under the hood. Yep. So let's put it this way. Think of the surprises I've pulled off on shows. Think of the surprises Tony's pulled off on shows. Just imagine the surprises that the two of us with our heads together can pull off. Okay? All That's right. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. So, so uh, the masked singer, their security, doesn't <laughs> have the security we have. To cover up the surprises we've got, let's put it that way. Could it could it be Doctor Ken? It could be Leslie thing. Chow. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> so you had a CCW Spotlight match: Cha Cha Charlie and the Jackal against Venetius and Ariel Levy. I actually interviewed uh, Venetius probably six seven months ago. Really nice dude. Like he's he's uh, I'm looking forward to this match. I have seen uh, I Charlie. I've seen Charlie in the past as well. Um, this should be a really good match. I, I do watch the um, Coastal Championship Wrestling has a YouTube series that comes out like once a week. It's it's pretty interesting. They they put on a lot of Pablo Marquez and his students put on a pretty good show. Yeah, Pablo's a great guy. I remember him. He was he was back up in our area for oof, a long time ago and. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he's just a smart guy. I mean, it's no two ways about it. I mean, he's just, he's just, he, you know, you talk about the it factor when it comes to knowing the business. He's one of those guys. And, you know, the way he trains, his students, um, just hands down, you know, one of the best, best there is as far as trainers go. And um, you're right. This is one of the matches that I'm going to, I'm gonna stop and I'm doing whatever it is that at that point and go and I'm gonna I'm gonna mark out and watch it. Uh, Gangrel against uh, was it Cahagas? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. I think uh, Andy's interested in this match. Big time, Cahagas, yeah, man, he's bad. Cahagas, I'm sorry, I mispronounced. Uh, Johnny Swinger and uh, Harry Smith. That should be an interesting match. I don't know how did that one come together. Because uh, they work two different styles. Uh, they do. They they do. And we're, this is kind of, you know, and again, one of those things where you're going to bring two different styles together and, you know, give the fans some, something that they haven't seen, you know, because they're used to seeing, you know, cookie cutter on, on Monday nights. You know, everybody looks the same on Monday night. Right. You know, I mean, you get guys getting sent down because they need to learn how to work. <laughs> Serious? 
Yeah. Well, didn't they? Uh, didn't they just send uh, send back yeah. Keith Lee? Keith Lee, yeah. and I'm just like that. And to be a mark, I'm going to tell you, and I've said this to Andy a million times. That guy's one of my favorite guys today, and it's one of the right. reasons why I, you know, and it's, but it's every time somebody goes to the main roster, it's like they kind of ruin that character or ruin that they, perform, they the, they that don't. performer. So I don't even, you know, I've pretty much given up on watching Raw and SmackDown. I, I kind of read about it and then I'll. Yep. I'll record it and then skip around, but, you know, I'll, I'll watch NXT in its entirety, but, you know, it's it's just a shame, because that guy's been around for God knows how long. He knows Rick's, what he's an, doing. Rick's an impact guy. He likes impact. I do watch impact yeah. for certain guys, you know. Yeah, I've been getting back into impact. I, I, I watch watch NXT. <laughs> I fast forward through a lot of AEW myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like AEW. Um, I talk about it, you know, once a week here, and um, it it was much needed to bring back some to bring something like that into the mainstream. Uh, it, it was like a breath of fresh air. I don't agree. There's a lot of kinks that need to be worked out. I'm not going to say it. it's far from a perfect product, but they have a pretty good roster. There's definitely guys I wish, uh, you know, I could fast forward through at times but it's like i said there's a lot of kinks that need to be worked out it's far from perfect but it's a pretty decent you know as much needed to get something on tv to give the fans an alternative to from just raw and smackdown yeah yeah it is and it's and it 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 filled that void and you know now we're going to give them something else to look at with any i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to that and um january 7th we got our a weekly show coming on Fight TV on Thursday nights. Nice. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, so you'll have wrestling on Monday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night and Friday night. You know, regular weekly series. Now, what's your, what's, what's your full commentary team? I see you just signed Tony T. Yep, Tony T. Commentator. Yeah, and um, uh, we've got a special guest color commentator coming in Saturday night. Um, you may have heard of him. He was part of a tag team called the Baldies. Uh, a guy by the name of Tony DeVito. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know him. He's worked. Out. He's worked this area for many, many years. in the uh, prior to ECW as well. So yeah, yeah. He's Tony's a great guy. He's he's coming in to do some guest commentating and, and such for us. Very uh, nice. Yeah, it'd be a little reunion for us there. Um, so uh, yeah. Um, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a night, guys. It's gonna be a hell of a night. And then, then looking forward beyond the, the show this weekend, you guys already have your next two shows booked, and I believe they're in Raleigh, North Carolina, correct? Yeah, yeah. Raleigh has been phenomenal with us. Um, welcomed us with open arms in that arena in the state, um, and uh, you know that in. You know, they just, that's a, that's a state just like, it just reeks of pro wrestling. So, I mean, it, it's just, it just seemed to make sense to run a bunch of shows there. Um, it's a nice arena, beautiful arena, um, and, and we're going to be home basing there for a few months. Um, and then hopefully, if things go well in this uh, virus pandemic thing, whatever's going on, whatever you want to call it, finally breaks up, we'll be uh, coming back into New York late spring, early summer. 
I heard some rumblings about working in Connecticut. Uh, was that ever a thing, or was? Yeah, it, initially we were we were thinking about doing some some work in Connecticut, but um, it just it just didn't work out for either side. Um, okay. You know, it just it just didn't. So it just just didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you move on. And, um, another question for you too. Um, NAWA was traditionally a Northeastern uh, federation uh, yeah. or promotion. Um, it's it's very interesting to me that you guys. Now I know we're in the pandemic era too, and Florida is a little more accepting of live events. But it, was that a factor in why you chose Florida for this event? Yeah, it really was. To be honest, um, you know we had some uh, New York is, is shut down. Right. Deep into 2021, um, you know, Tony's a New York guy. I'm a New York guy. You know, um, you know, all of us, you know, in, in a front office of New York guys. Uh, even though we may not live in New York or from New York, so um, you know, it's our home. You know, it's where we we're born and raised. So we're New York guys, and 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 we just, you know, we wanted to go there. I mean, Slam Jam. It's the you know, it's it's that's our history. So that's why we wanted to start in New York. But um, you know, we just couldn't. So we we, we came to Florida. Uh, we had a couple other buildings that we were looking at, and just didn't they didn't work out. So we we went to the Ocean Center. We just thought of the history of the Ocean Center with wrestling. It just made sense. And um, you know, I was a little skeptical skeptical at first with going with a building that size, but then. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's going to be cool. It's, you know, it's got history. You know, the, then tickets started to sell and the pay-per-view started to sell. And, I'm, you know, the excitement keeps building and building and building. And now it's like you look at the tickets, tickets, you know, we have very few premier seats left. And, um, you, you know, it's just, like, amazing. You know, it's just really popping. Now, what's, what's max capacity in that, in that building with this whole COVID environment? <laughs> I think it's around 2200 okay okay yeah 2200 it's the same thing they had for the boxing event that they had in there um and it's all set up it's covid friendly there's such a term <laughs> Oxymoron, right? it's unfortunate but yeah yeah <laughs> um you know so you know we're, we're doing um straight covid precautions you know everybody is re required to be masked while they're in the building um uh, the um, seating is arranged as such, only blocks of two or blocks of four. We have rows in between rows sectioned off so they can't sit there. And um, We had extra security. We had to pay for it to make sure that during the event, people don't try to move down and move around and masks are maintained and, and all that. So we're really going, truly going the extra step to make it safe for the fan. And, um, you know, we just want, you know, we wanted to do it. it right. Not that we had to do it. We just wanted to go that extra right. step to make it safe. Uh, and even for the wrestlers, if, except for the time that they're in the ring, everybody's going to have a mask on in the back. Right. Andy, do you have anything else? No, I just want to say it's it's been years since I've seen Lou. And, and yeah, I was a fanboy. Lou didn't, doesn't even know who I am. Um, other than Facebook now, but uh, man, you, Lou, you look great. Oh, thanks. Uh, you haven't aged a day. Actually, you might have gone backwards a couple of years. I don't know. 
Um, no, that's not Tom. Shit, I'm, I'm, I'm a fat old guy now, man. And listen, and listen, you got to hook us up so we can get Big Primo on here sometime, man. Yeah, yeah, I will. You know, listen, uh, I, uh, you you want to get the big guy on here? I can get him on here. He's um, Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, he's a little under the weather right now, but um, once this once this all clears out. But, uh, you know, we got the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, too, if you, if you don't mind, is you know, we got this Hercules Cup. We're honoring Herc. Can, uh, can, I, can I interject for a second? Sure. Because you and I had a little exchange uh, messenger today, and I told you, uh, thanks to you, I got to meet Hercules. Not not just at your shows, but you, you guys did an in-store appearance at a local uh, um, vitamin store right next to the grocery store I worked at many years ago. And how cool is it to walk in there and see big, giant Hercules just hanging out, laughing and joking? And I appreciate that. And we were going to actually talked about using that as the segue. So even though you beat me to the punch, let's go with it. Yeah. Herc <laughs> yeah. no, was um Herc was one of a kind, truly one of a kind, in and out of the ring. Um he was um you know, I didn't look at I didn't look at him as a uh, as one of the boys, you know, he, he was like a brother to me, you know. Uh, he was a friend. Um I wish Tony was you know, I had made it, but I, um, you know, Tony knew him a lot better than I did because um, uh, he worked a lot more closer with Tony and a lot more shows. Um, but Herc was, um, you know, I, I missed those calls with Herc. He called me up just random. I get a random call, my phone would ring. This is back before stupid cell phones and all that it would be like like one o'clock in the morning my phone would ring wake the whole damn house up <laughs> and i answer the phone i hear this gravelly voice hello it's ray i'm like what's up herc hey when's the next show i give him right rattle off the date he's like all right kids are driving me nuts lou he's i need i need a i need a weekend i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go and I get him. First thing he would say, as soon as I, he he got into the car, oh, man, let's, let's get this over. With. I miss my kids. I miss my kids. <laughs> he loved his kids. You know, we all we all have kids, right? We all love our kids. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Herc loved his kids so much. Uh, I, I mean, he he was like like the ultimate the ultimate family guy. You know, he just loved the kids. And, you know, the, the, other, the other thing he would say is, what town are we going to? And, you know, I'd remind him where we're going. And he'd say, all right, let's go to the pediatric hospital. No matter what time, I mean, that's that was Herc. He'd want to go in, visit all the kids in the hospital, sign stuff, take pictures with them, you know, hang with the nurses, sign their stuff, take pictures with them, thank all the docs that i mean that was just herc you know he had you know his heart was as big as he was you know he was all heart and um you know the fact that we're doing this for him on saturdays is just really mind-blowing and uh, you know his um his wife and kids are going to be there Ooh, cool nice you guys are also having a special tribute to bruiser brody that evening correct yeah yeah, and you know, Bruiser is one of these guys that people seem to forget about because he was not really 
he just, in my opinion, missed the mainstream. Right. Um, <clears throat> and Vince will never recognize him. Well, it's um, funny that you said that because um, when he was that last year's Hall of Fame, they just put him in through the uh, the Legends Wing. They didn't even have like a ceremony for him or a yeah, speech yeah. for him. They just showed his face on the screen, just kind of skipped right by yeah, him. And I was just like, exactly. for someone of that caliber, he should have gotten the whole deal. Somebody yeah. out there did a speech tribute to his wife. Yeah. Kids should have been involved. I couldn't believe that because growing up, I mean, this guy was a superstar to me. You know what I mean? Watching him a world class in Florida and such. Yeah, what, so what, what is NA, what's NAWA going to do uh, for Brody? We're going to uh, we're going to honor him in, with a um, in a little ceremony. Um, uh, Tony's got something up his sleeve for it. Uh, I can't get can't get into too much detail right now because that'll <clears throat> that'll um, unveil too much of the surprise behind a curtain, so to speak. But um, Tune in Saturday night, and all will be, all will be revealed. I, I guarantee um, it, it'll be it'll be impactful on um, on, on on all fronts with um with both, and with Herc, we're doing the um, Herc Cup, right, which ties into the crowning of our first. NAWA heavyweight champion or the resurgence of the NAWA. So that is going to be something to be a sight to be seen as well. Uh, that's going to be part of a battle royal mm-hmm. to, to crown the new champion. So yeah. that I'm looking forward that I'm really looking forward to. So it's this Saturday night. Uh, what time is it? 7 p.m. Eastern? Yeah, 7 Eastern. Um, got about eight, eight action-packed matches. Uh, a couple of tributes in there, and um, it's it's going to be a show for the ages, as they say. I, I guarantee it. Um, it's 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 going to be a good one, guys. It's going to be a good one. Looking it's, forward to it. Yeah, it's looking exciting. forward to seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's uh, this Saturday, 7 p.m. on Fight. Check yep. them out on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, there's a YouTube channel with lots of content already up there. Classic yeah. content as well. Yeah, and our website, nawawrestling.com. Um, it's a website we have. It's uh, evolving. Um, and every Thursday at 8 is uh, our podcast, The Wrestling Connection, hosted by the godfather, Tony Capone, and Chaz Moretti. Uh, every week they have a uh, different guest on uh, just talking about wrestling. This week is going to be live from the Ocean Center. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. It's been an honor. Thank you, Lou. Thank you.